welcome to Nintendo Seconds. I'm LP Tiger. It's been a little bit, but I'm back and I have a lot to share, so let's get to it. It's Thursday, October the 4th, 2018. This is The Daily. Nintendo of America President Reggie fils recently attended GeekWire Summit in Seattle, Washington for a 20-minute Q&A session. He spoke of Nintendo looking ahead to the future as being a company not just for video games, but for entertainment as well. This can be seen through the upcoming Universal Studios venture and an upcoming Super Mario film from Illumination Entertainment. Regarding the length of time it took to get on mobile platforms, Reggie said that the slow rollout was intentional as they were trying to figure out how to be effective on platforms that they don't own. He also mentioned not porting classic games because the experience doesn't transfer over as well. They want to create unique experiences. Regarding why Nintendo is using smartphones for voice chat, Reggie said, quote, Nintendo's approach is to do things differently. We see Switch being played in the open, at a park, on the Metro bus. We believe the easiest way for you to connect and have a peer-to-peer -peer experience with voice chat is with your mobile phone. It's always there, it's always with you, unquote. I have an opinion on that response in a bit. And lastly, regarding a possible venture into VR, he said, quote, This is something we constantly think about, experiment with. It's tech that we're looking at, but in the end, it has to be fun. That's our mission, and that is what we do arguably better than anyone else, unquote. This interview was found on an article by Ars Technica and can be found on their website. Really quick regarding the voice chat. After reading this article, I realized that I may understand the real reason why Nintendo chooses this route of using the mobile phone for voice chat. They've never really answered the question bluntly, so here are my thoughts. Number one, liability. Don't want people walking around on voice chat directly on the Switch. If anything happens, Nintendo's sued. On the other hand, mobile devices are already made for talking with others, so that pushes liability to another company. Number two, security. Not only do you have the sign-in on the Switch for voice chat with your Nintendo account, but you also need the sign-in on the mobile device. It ensures that the person on voice chat is definitely the same person playing. And number three, increasing their mobile app engagement. The more people you get to engage with the Nintendo app on a normal basis, the more likely they can utilize the app in the future with other games and probably plans that we have no clue about. So that's what I think. Or, if you don't think any of these things are right, you can continue to believe that it's because Nintendo don't know what they're doing. Moving forward, the new mobile game from Nintendo, Dragalia Lost, has already found some financial success. According to data from Sensor Tower, the game took in $3.5 million in revenue and had over 800,000 installations on iOS and Android within the first five days. In Japan, it's ranked 11th in revenue on the iPhone and 3rd on Android devices. I've been playing it daily since release and I'm pretty hooked. Being that it's a 4 player action RPG, I'm wondering why they didn't go the route of having a Zelda Four Swords mobile game, because that's kind of what this feels like. Well maybe it wasn't Nintendo's idea though, they did partner with Psy Games for this release and the main director Hiroki Matsuda is a Psy Games employee. Anyway. If you haven't given it a try, you can download it now for free on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. 
Splatoon 2 just got a large update to version 4.1. It's the next piece of the 4.0 update that was released three weeks ago. New Kensa weapons are available which include a Splattershot Pro, Luna Blaster, Dynamo Roller, and Sloshing Machine. Also with the weapons, you'll find a new Fizzy Bomb sub and the new Booyah Bomb special. And finally, the final new stage, Skipper Pavilion, has been added to the rotation. And in celebration of Halloween, Splatoon 2 will be going all out for their Splatoween event. This special event starts on Friday, October the 19th at 6 p.m. Eastern for 48 hours. During this time, there will be a Trick vs. Treat Splatfest, and all battle stages along with Inkopolis Square will be getting a decorative makeover. Also, four pieces of spooky in-game headgear will be available in an upcoming Nintendo Switch news article. You can check out all of the deets on the Splatoon Tumblr, splatoonus.tumblr.com. Many know that Dragon Quest XI is coming to the Switch, but don't expect it anytime soon. At least that's what producer Hokuto Okamoto said in a Dragon Quest XI dev team interview posted on the official Dragon Quest YouTube channel. He said, quote, We expect the development to still take quite some time, unquote. They also said that they had to give up on a 3DS release to the West because it didn't meet conditions needed from a business perspective. So, with that, I'd imagine that you won't see this game until at least the later half of 2019. But, it's not like you have a lack of games to choose from. And speaking of one of those games, the sales of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 in North America and Europe exceeded the expectations of Monolith Soft director Tetsuya Takahashi. He shared this in an interview with US Gamer. He said, quote, We really saw more people pick the game up and experience it in the North American and European territories than we thought would do so, unquote. For this type of game to do well in America is very surprising for me and I'm very happy for them. The game has sold over a million copies worldwide. And the next three NES games for Nintendo Switch Online will be arriving on October the 10th. Those three games are Solomon's Key, Super Dodgeball, and NES Open Tournament Golf. This will bring the total amount of games available to 23. I have no experience with any of these games, but I'm looking forward to trying them out. There'll be more releases monthly through the rest of the year. There are 19 games being released this week. Let's highlight a few of them, starting with Batman The Enemy Within. Created by Telltale Games, it's a five-episode story of Batman and Bruce Wayne being placed into precarious new roles. It's $39.99 and available right now on the eShop. Mega Man 11. After years and years of silence from Capcom, Mega Man is finally back in his usual side-scrolling action platform game. Beat the eight robot bosses and defeat Dr. Wily once again. It's out right now through the eShop or you can purchase the standard edition in retail stores for $29.99 or the Amiibo edition exclusively at GameStop for $59.99. And finally, Super Mario Party. It returns to its roots with the original four-player board game mode that most fans are used to. With over 80 new minigames, an online mode, and a brand new mode that puts two Switches together, it's a party you won't want to miss! It's $59.99 and releases tomorrow on the eShop and in retail stores. You can get the details on all of these games by heading over to Nintendo.com games. And that's all for today. I know it was a little long, but I had a lot to say. I'd just like to give a shout out to the few that favorited this podcast on Anchor, Justin Watts, Nienk Van Wiel, and Populandio. Thank you all for the support. 
If you have any feedback about the podcast or would just like to say hi, feel free to send me a voice message using the Anchor app or send me a tweet on Twitter at LPTiger, L-P-T-Y-G-E-R. Thanks for listening to Nintendo Seconds, putting Nintendo first.